0: Stock Stocks. Burns McKinney is back with us, managing director and senior portfolio manager at NFJ Investment Group. Burns, let's Thank jump you. right into the companies you like to share one in common with Bob, and that is Lockheed Martin. So walk me through the bull case mm-hmm. for it as we've been watching uh, the chart pull back you now for about a month and a half.
1: Well, for one, for one thing, this is a great way to play a lot of what the market action has been over the last, you know, really 24 hours since the Fed made their announcement of, uh, of tapering sooner. It was kind of interesting what we saw yesterday because prior to Jackson Hole, when Jay Powell started talking about tapering, Uh, long-term interest rates actually went down. Uh, That was the market's way of perhaps suggesting a policy error or just future economic weakness. And so what worked then was defensives, uh, utilities, staples, uh, et cetera. Whereas what was kind of interesting yesterday was that they started talking about tapering a little bit more and we didn't have a taper tantrum. If anything, the long-term yields actually went up and You know, that to me is fascinating. It's a little bit counterintuitive relative to what they've been doing because it perhaps says the market is focusing more on the reasons they can taper than the outcome. The market's focused on the fact that, you know, this indicates that the economy can handle this, that there's a little bit of economic strength. We're not looking at weaker, uh, substantially weaker economic growth down the road. Rates went up. A lot of the things that did well were some of the cyclicals, energy, financials, and industrials. And so, you know, within industrials, you look for something that, you know, in this type of environment in which you know it's really too too late in the cycle to play a lot of the the really high beta names, the epicenter stocks. you know we've kind of moved past that. Mm. but it's also probably a little bit too early uh, in the cycle to go defensive. And so what you look for is quality. and if there's a chance of interest rates you know rising like they have over the last day and a half, companies that have dividend yield and are raising dividends. Lockheed Martin fits, checks off all those boxes. It, you know, relative to its aerospace defense peers, it's the, the largest pure play, but it trades at a, a discount. It's about 13 times earnings versus its, its comparables that are about 18 times earnings you have a 3% dividend yield. That's the best dividend yield in the group. And it's not just high because uh, the, the stock's gone down, it's high because they've been raising it. They, they hiked the dividend by, I believe, 8% earlier this year. It's been going up by nearly 10% per year over the last five years. And you have a, a very diverse, very high-tech portfolio. You have the F-35 Joint Strike Fighter, uh, you know, the you know, Sikorsky um, Helicopters, um, Hmm. You yeah, have the, the Blackhawk missiles, and they're one of the early leaders in hypersonic missiles. And so Whew. there's definitely a lot to like there.
0: Rock and roll, baby. Yeah. All right. Lockheed Martin. Uh, well said. Uh, Burns, let's talk about another one. Uh, so one point I actually want to follow up on is you talk about the epicenter stocks as being too late in the mm-hmm. game. I see a Carnival Cruise and an airline chart that's today looking pretty decent. Uh, is it uh, attempted uh, you know, time to nibble or just steer clear?
1: The I- I, I would probably argue that we're past the point where the rising tide lifts all ships. You know, typically what happens in the beginning of an economic cycle is you have a lot of the names that were really crushed. Again, those epicenter stocks are the ones that bounce back the hardest. The reason for that is because you know when they really hit their lows, they become almost binary plays. This is going to rocket back up, or, it's, or they're just going under. Yeah. And so they bounce the hardest. That's that's always what happens earliest in the cycle, the first year of the cycle. The second, third, and fourth legs of cycles tend to be higher quality names as the market, you know, lets a lot of those epicenter names kind of take a pause as the market reassesses, well, where has there been long-term structural damage? A lot of the names that bounce the hardest were things in, in travel, uh, you know, you mentioned the cruise lines, you know, we still don't have a lot of clarity the degree to which people are gonna be back there. A lot of the airlines have bounced really hard. And, you know, those are the names for which, you know, there's still a lot of uncertainty the degree to which, you know, the most profitable thing they do, business travel, is gonna be coming back. You know, I, I you know, I'm looking forward to maybe taking a family vacation, but you know, I think a lot of those meetings that, you know, people fly two thousand miles for a thirty minute meeting, right, that might not bounce back. A lot of areas in retail. A lot of time a lot of what happened during the pandemic was it simply continued trends that were already taking place in places like retail. Um, and at the same time, you have names, you know, like the Macy's of the world that have gone up, um, you know, fivefold from the bottom. They right now, a stock like Macy's is trading at you know fifty percent plus where it was prior to the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to justify looking at that and saying that that you know based on what we've learned over the last year and a half that macy's is significantly more value valuable than it right. was then and so you know a lot of the low-hanging fruit there has been picked and that's why you know we're really at that point where we're looking for companies that that have you know quality balance sheets attractive dividends and you know companies that have the ability to pay and raise their dividends uh, at this point in the cycle
0: okay so you're saying don't go for the high beta stuff anymore go for the high quality uh okay one more i want to make sure we get to burns next energy really interesting business in the utility space just got back to highs and then started to slip a little bit Uh, are these uh, companies in the utility uh, sector do you have to be particular in what you pick is there a risk of a negative response if yields do start to rise or is there a secular uh renewable energy element here that can outweigh that that
1: that you know you you hit the you hit the nail on the head you know a lot of the utilities do oftentimes trade as a group like bond proxies and so you just say okay answer me one question are interest rates going up or are they going down i'll tell you what the group's doing but next era is a little bit unique there in that they they do offer some secular trends they you know on top of being uh, you know the the electric utility leader in Florida which you know, in and of itself is a good space to be. You have great demographics, you have a friendly regulatory environment. But more interestingly is they've positioned themselves as the u s. leader in clean and renewable energy and things like 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 wind, solar, natural gas. And so they certainly deserve a premium based on that focus on renewables. And you know looking at you know what a lot of the investment, the a lot of the infrastructure bill that at least has been proposed, there are, are certainly some, some some tailwinds that they may benefit from um, going forward based on that.
0: All right. Uh, like the details and the explanation, Burns, very thorough. Obviously, you know all the stocks in and out. Thanks for giving us the walk through the explanation. Good to have you here.
1: Thank you. It's always a pleasure.
0: Yes, sir. Thanks. Burns McKinney, Managing Director and Senior Portfolio Manager at NFJ Investment Group.